You're listening to the podcast of American Women's Wrestling. What is up, wrestling friends? This is Derek Lewandowski, and you are listening to American Women's Wrestling Radio. Our U.S. women got it done in Ottawa yesterday at the Pan Am Qualifier, of course, under the cloud of the COVID-19 virus and all the social distancing that's happening. Uh, They wrestled in a room full of not many people, as even the U.S. men were sent back to their hotels. They had to limit the number of people in the room to athletes and essential personnel and limit it to 250. So certainly an interesting environment to wrestle in, but the U.S. women got it done, all four making the finals, and by doing so, qualifying their weight for the Olympics. So with that, we now have all six weights qualified for the Olympics for the U.S. women. So congratulations to them as Sarah Hildebrandt, Jakara Winchester, Helen Maroulis, and Kayla Miracle all got it done yesterday. Sarah Hildebrand, of course, at 50 kilograms, Jakara Winchester at 53, Helen Maroulis at 57, and Kayla Miracle at 62. Our reporter, Greg Lipinski, was there, and he was on site with the rest of the media to take part in the interviews that happened. So we're going to lay those out for you. The first one up is Sarah Hildebrand. With the last two turns I've had, it's really been about kind of trying to perfect that process. And every single time I've gotten better and better, and that was just like the best I've felt in so long. And you know, I could go all damn day. So going out there, I was so relaxed, and I, and I knew that I was like exuding that. Like I could tell the coaches were calling around me, and, and that's just a great way to walk into a match. So I was patient, confident, great, great combination for success. Weight cut was obviously important, and also the ability to finish matches quickly. We saw you working on your lace uh, yesterday, here this morning. How do you think your lace has improved over the years? It's deadly now. Yeah, shout out Adeline Gray. Um, really, she's been kind of my idol in that, and uh, just understanding that parterre is this sport, right? Like, if I can have a deadly turn, all it take, I think I could take down anyone in the world, and then I could just finish a match, right? So I really, really have been zeroing in on uh, my parterre game. Also, shout out to my sister. She lets me lace her like 8,000 times every day. So, yeah, I've really been zeroing in on that, and uh, versus tough opponents like that, if I can put it away early, why not? Uh, also seems like you've... Uh grown up a lot since the last Olympic cycle, uh, both in your body change and yeah. just obviously being a medalist now. Can you talk about the differences now looking back maybe from four years ago? Oh my gosh, I'm a completely different person. Um, and it really took, you know, a lot of failures to see that I was just doing everything wrong. And, and to have that honesty with yourself, to be like, you know, I could make excuses, this and that, but... You know, there was a day where I really reflected, and I'm like, dude, every single aspect of your life needs to change. And, um, and you know, I spent the last quad doing that, and I think we're really seeing, like, I'm reaping the benefits of it, and, and every day I'm just building upon that. So, uh, yeah, I'm really excited about it, and, and I'm glad that I was able to be honest with myself, and people around me were able to kind of be honest with me as well. Talk about the, the pressure difference between you just going for an individual medal and then try, qualifying your country for the Olympics. Just a different mindset, if there's a different mindset or different anxiety maybe going into Yeah. That. I mean, yeah, there's definitely some nerves there in my mind. You know, I want that Olympic spot. It's my Olympic spot, so I need to go qualify it. And I wanted to be here. That This is where I wanted to be. I, I challenged off for the spot. So, um, you know, the, the pressure is I selected it, you know. So 
Uh, I kind of like that. I feel like I can kind of thrive in that environment. So it was, it's been a fun day of wrestling, and, and to know that it's gotten me something very, very important uh, just makes it even better. Got the rest of Team USA in the semifinals. Um, what's it like just being part of this team and being on track to qualify? Yeah, right? yeah. This is just such a, such a special year, right? Like, immediately after, you know, this team was selected, like, immediately there's, like, a bond. You know, we, we are trying to accomplish something extraordinary. And so I think it's really important to be surrounded by people who are also extraordinary and, and who have like-minded goals, and these girls obviously do. So um, it's just been really fun to, to be close with these girls. And, you know, all it takes is a look, and we know we can communicate with that. So I'm so excited for them. They're about to crush it. Um, it's been a good day. Obviously, the news yesterday of um, Olympic trials getting postponed. What's your mindset and what's your preparation like moving forward? Yeah. Um, yeah, just a side note on that. This has been absolutely insane. You know, knowing that I'm preparing for this is probably one of the bigger tournaments of my life. And I feel like the world is just in pure chaos. And, I, and then finding out yesterday that Olympic trials got moved. Uh, it's just crazy. So to try and zero in on today, zero in on today, stay as present as I could. Um, but with that in mind, I've done everything I possibly could to put myself in the best position possible. I'm the number one girl. I qualified the weight. I'm sitting in the finals, you know, anything else, get out of my way, and that includes the freaking coronavirus. Get the hell out of my way. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank Thanks. you. 2019 world champion Jakara Winchester was also there at the Pan Am qualifier. She won her world title at 55 kilograms last year, and she's dropping down to 53 kilograms for the Olympic year. She was on site at the Pan Ams, got it done. Her first round match, she beat 2018 world bronze medalist Leanne Herrera of Cuba 6-2. Her second round match, she took care of Zeltsin Hernandez-Guerra from Mexico by Techfall 10-0. And then in the semis, the match that put her into the uh, match that qualified her, the finals match, got to make top two there at the uh, Pan Am qualifier to qualify the Olympic weight. So her semi was the big match. Uh, Jakar Winchester beat Samantha Stewart of Canada 8-4. And I should mention that uh, after all four women on site um, made the finals, uh, all of them injury defaulted their finals match and uh, didn't risk an injury and just took the qualifying spot. And uh, that was the end of their tournament. So the semi was really the important match for all of them. So here's the interview with Jakar Winchester. For Tokyo, um, what are your feelings right now at this moment? Just super excited, you know, came here to get the job done and I did what I needed to do. Now it's just wrestle hard. What are your thoughts um, of your performance and having this newer weight class? Um, it's crazy because I had it before, but I feel actually better down at 53 than I did at 55. I feel more like agile. I made a lifestyle change to get to 55, and I had to make an even bigger lifestyle change to get to 53, and it's been working well for me. You gotta expand that a little more. You transformed your body and haven't lost any, any power or anything. Um, you were running through people today on doubles, so gotta be doing something right. Yeah, um, I just know my body, right? Like uh, going down to 55, I had to figure out, okay, uh, what I can eat, what I can't eat, what makes me gain more weight. Going down to 53, I already knew what I could and couldn't eat. I just changed it to a pescatarian diet, you know, and um, just eating really clean, you know, like I do like ice cream and stuff, but knowing that it's not worth it, you know, you want that Olympic gold. I walk around no more than um, 
two kilos above my weight class. I made weight, made sure that I made weight three times before I came here. Like, uh, I made weight the night before, I made weight two days between that, and I made weight again the week before that, you know? Knowing that I can lose two kilos in an easy, easy workout, just knowing if I drink this much, I'll float this much, just testing every single thing. Uh, your match with uh, Cuba, you've gone back and forth with her. She got the first one. You've won the last two now. Well, was it nice to start with that win today? No, man, that's girl's beat me before, and nobody stopped me now. Well, I thought about it this way, not back and forth. She <laughs> true, beat me true. once, and then I <laughs> One time, one time. But, you know, she's, a, she's very explosive. You know, she always gets me. Uh, she always gets in my head to where I'm like, Jakar, you know you can do this, you know? Gets in my head, not that, oh, I'm going to lose to her. I just know it's going to be a fight. I just know that it's going to be a physical match. So tell myself, all right, you're here to fight. You know, you signed up, you made 53 kilos, you beat everybody at the wrestle-off. This is your job. You got to do it. I don't care what she does. She can bite me. She can pull my hair. She can do all this stuff. It's already happened to me. And she, like, scratched on the face. I got hair in my mouth. I was like, it's fine. You know, just knowing that it's going to be a fight and watching film, preparing, and everything like that. How did you handle the pressure of, you just said, it's your job, you know, to come here and, and perform and to qualify the weight? How do you handle that mentally, physically, prepare yourself for that task? Uh, I just think, hey, you already did what you want to do. You're a world champion, right? Like, next goal, win Olympics, do the exact same thing, hungry for the same way, you know, like, doing everything I did to win a world championship, just make it better. Um, is that like a sigh of relief or extra sense of motivation? What are your um, it's just, I feel the exact same. I was going in, if I had my semifinals match, I would have had to wrestle three matches, you know, win my semifinals, just win two matches, and then I go about it the same way. I still got to wrestle, I still got to do my job, so I'm just eh, happy, yeah. <laughs> Think back to that 2018 final exit I did with you, and you said you talked, <laughs> you talked a lot about confidence then, then a year later, the confidence was clearly on a different level, and now with, with the weight cut and everything, it just seems like you are in a plane where they could send out 10 people and you, they won't stop you. Yeah, it's like different because my mind has shifted now. Like, I see wrestling as a different way. Like, I can tell... When people are panicking, you know, I can tell by their hands, like, whereas before, I was only panicking, <laughs> you know, like, now I'm, like, more calm, like, I trust that I can defend what they're giving to me, and I trust that, okay, if I need to bail out, I can, if I need to go back and fight, you know, like, it's just a different mindset, like, everything has shifted, and I feel like I see wrestling in a different light now. Congratulations. Thank you. We have one more interview to play for you, and that's an interview that Greg Lipinski, along with the other media on site, had with Helen Maroulis. Before we play that for you, though, I'm going to share the results that Helen had on her day and also Kayla Miracle, 62 kilograms, had at the Pan Am qualifier. Helen Maroulis, 57 kilograms, started off her day wrestling 2019 world champion Linda Moraes of Canada, and Helen beat her 12-2. If you had any question about the competitiveness of Helen Maroulis, just look at that match. She was attacking. She wasn't afraid to, to put her head into her shot, which had been a concern since her traumatic head injury. She'd had a little anxiety uh, definitely last year before she shut her, uh, 
shut her season down and, you know, went back into injury recovery mode. Um, she, uh, she's wrestling really great aggressively using her head to, you know, get in there, using her head like a weapon to finish shots. And, uh, boy, to, to take it to the world champion like that tells you everything you know about the readiness of Helen Marulis. So that was really great to see. In the second round, Helen Marulis defeated Guila Rodriguez Oliveira of Brazil 9-0. Third round match, she beat Lizette Castillo of Ecuador 6-2. And then the semifinal match, which put her into the finals, which, of course, qualified her, uh, qualified at least the, the weight for the United States in the Olympics, Helen Marulis defeated Nesmarie Rodriguez Tirado of Puerto Rico, dominantly 11-0. So congrats to Helen on a great day. At 62 kilos, Kayla Miracle started off her day beating Natalie uh, Grimman Herrera of Venezuela by fall. Second round, she beat Alejandra Romero Bonilla of Mexico 5-1. Third round match, she defeated Jacqueline Renteria Castillo of Colombia 11-0 and finished her uh, day uh, her semifinal match, which put her into the finals and qualified the weight for the United States. Kayla Miracle beat actually 2017 world bronze medalist Michelle Fazari of Canada 12-3. So looking great, Kayla. Congrats. Uh, and again, uh, the women injury defaulted their finals matches as they already qualified the weights. So congrats to the women. And here's the interview that Greg Lipinski had with Helen Maroulis. qualified your weight for the Olympics. Um, how are you feeling right now? This is your first competition back in a while outside of the challenge tournament. Uh, I feel amazing um, <clears throat> for the challenge tournament. Like I said before, I didn't really, I knew I wasn't in full shape and I didn't know what to expect. So I was very thankful to have won, but to come here and wrestle for the competition, wrestle the world champ, wrestle just, uh, round robin, so it's like four matches. Uh, it's just awesome to see where my shape is at, my wrestling, my pacing. You know, I'm seeing there's a lot to work on, but for three, what, three, four, five weeks from the wrestle-off to this, I'm, I'm really happy. And what's your evaluation of everything today for you? Um, good. You know, there's um, uh, some little injuries and some bumps along the way, but I think the biggest thing for me I've learned in my career is, you know, I've wrestled under every type of circumstance. I've wrestled injured, healthy, I've wrestled scared, I've wrestled confident, I've wrestled calm, I've wrestled anxious, so... For me, whatever comes up the day before the day of the tournament, I just don't fear. Um, I just really trust God. And I think the one thing that I had to learn from 2018 was like, it's not about my physical preparations. Um, I'm a champion because of up here. And for me, that mentality is just walking with God. And it's just such a blessing to be back on the mat and get to do this again. Such, like, it's not words. I'm really like, you know, you take it for granted, the athlete life for so long, but I'm just so thankful to be here. What was going through your mind when uh, the trainers had to come on the mat in that second match? Well, so I couldn't um, straighten my knee. I knew right away when she tripped it, something like pulled or popped. And um, the mistake that I made in 2018 was I actually blew my shoulder out in the match. I tore it. And if you watch the match, you can't even see where I stopped for a second. And then I go back to the center, shoot a double, get hipped into my back. And I got pinned, and I couldn't, I couldn't bridge. And so I never used that as an excuse or anything. That's why I've never talked about it. But... What I learned from then till now is like, if you really have something, it's, you know, take a second to like, let the adrenaline go down, assess it. I think if I had waited a little longer and assessed my shoulder and like, let the fear of like, did I do something? I think I would have just wrestled a different game plan. So with this, I just, I was like, hey, okay, just find a way to straighten it and then tape it up and I'll just find a way to, to wrestle. So that's the story. 
sorry. You talked about the, the mental aspect of being a champion up here, and, and obviously for you, you know, it was a little different because you're coming off being the Olympic champion. These yeah. girls are trying to, to accomplish it for the first time. How, how much did you pull from your experience in 2016 for, the, for this particular event? Um, you know, that's a really good question, and I mean, I'm sure, like, subconsciously there's things that, that I've pulled, but I think the biggest thing, what... God taught me is like I'm not trying to get back to 2016 Helen like I'm 2020 Helen and um, you know 2018 Helen made me just as much as 2016 and people are looking at the outcomes but like you don't know uh, the process that I walked through and the same hard decisions that I had to make the same mentally tough decisions or you know just those those kind of I guess life paths or whatever that you go through um, I've always just considered this my way of journeying with God and Him teaching me about myself. I think the biggest thing in taking the year off is He really showed me, like, I'm going to strip everything away from you so that when you come back, you know that, like, that this is you and me. And, like, it's not you need this person or this or that or, you, you know, like, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm still going through it, but it's just this is a really good step in the right direction. And, again, it's, it's just awesome to be back. Some of your teammates have talked about the closeness of the team and what you bring as a, as a gold medalist and what you know, some of the younger kids are trying to get to that level. I mean, how you, how you feed off each other, how you help each other out, um, your, your experience, and then maybe some of their youth and enthusiasm is you have to grind it out and how that helps you. Um, this team dynamic is really amazing. And, I mean, most of the girls are um, at the training center, and I, I just think they have such a great um, kind of system out there and... and uh, They've all said they just, they like love the camaraderie. And for me, I, I was out there for a while and then, you know, I've kind of always just bounced around and done my own stuff. Now I'm living at home with my parents. But the cool aspect of the team is that I think everyone has a confidence that they're going to get their own individual job done. And then we also just help each other. So, like Kayla, you know, Kayla, I used to like, you know, mentor her. We just help her out to make junior world teams. And now she's like here, you know, killing the senior circuit. So, it's really cool to see that come full circle. And I, um, it's funny, I was talking to John, my uh, coach last night about this, and I was saying one of the most impactful things for me leading into the Olympics was having Elena Pershkova as my teammate. And, you know, she was a huge, huge, huge help living with her those two years. And she'd been to an Olympics already, so she knew, like, what to talk to me about. Like, hey, opening ceremonies, it's going to be hype. Don't get caught up in that. Here's how you, you know, stay away or save your energy. So just having her mentorship and her friendship made a big difference. So I'm excited for that part to bring my experience from the Olympics to these girls. Selfishly, as a year-older, one year older than you, um, can you speak to, to going back home, being with John, being back with your parents, and, and how being back in Maryland has, has hopefully helped you yeah. in this process? Yeah, so... I mean, again, I, I wasn't going to go home for Christmas, and I didn't know if I was healthy enough to travel. I don't travel that much. And I ended up going, and I thought I had really bad symptoms off the plane, so I thought I, was, I wasn't even going to wrestle. And then my club coach from when I was a kid was like, hey, there's this guy in town, John Morrison, he coaches. Like, go train with him. So then I, I went, and I was like, hey, I don't even know what I can do. We can't really wrestle. I'm just trying to see if I can do 20 minutes on the mat. And I think being at home, one of the biggest things is having my parents because, uh, like, my, you know, my dad said it, and he's like, we know you best, and we know something's not right with you. 
and we know you're not happy. And so we will bend over backwards to find a doctor to find whatever we need to do. And, you know, my mom, she takes me places. My dad puts me through my conditioning. I'm like, listen, dad, just call these things out. Like, don't mess it up. Just, you know, put me through conditioning. So it's, it's so cool to live at home. And I moved away when I was 16, so to pursue wrestling, so to come back full circle and get to be a part of the wrestling club, the kids club, work with John, learning how to coach and doing more of that. And the community in Maryland is so supportive. So thank you guys. Thanks for listening to AWW Radio.